So I've just got to call Alex Labar to let him know that we have absolutely lost the whole podcast that we did due to the fact that someone broke into my car and stole my laptop. So I'm going to give him a call now. Hey, Graham, how are you? Yeah, good. Hey, did um, I did. Uh, sorry to bother you. I know you're a very busy man, but you know how you ring me with good news and bad news? Yeah. What would you like first? Ah, uh, whichever. Okay, I'm going to give you the bad news because there is no good news. Um, I, you know how we did that awesome podcast? Yeah. You know how someone stole my laptop out of my car? Yeah. Yours was the only one we hadn't got off. Oh, that's all right, mate. No worries. You're meant to be more reactive. I'm filming this. Can you have a bit better re- bad reaction, please? <laughs> oh, well, shit, shit happens. We can't dwell on it. No, that's okay. Perfect Alex Abart attitude. Um, we're going to get down soon and refilm, uh, re- um, redo that with you. I um, just wanted to sort of say sorry, really. Uh, no, that's okay. No problem at all. Whenever you like, let, let me know. You're a yeah, legend. That's good. Nah, it's all good. Thanks, mate. Coming up right now on the podcast, Alex from Labart. Labart in Burley, fantastic restaurant. This guy's got a fantastic philosophy about food. You absolutely have to go there and eat there. Enjoy this podcast. I think that that's this whole COVID thing has probably changed that. Mm. You know, we probably should start. You ready, Nick? Okay. Let's Alex, how do you pronounce your last name, Alex? Uh, which one? Yeah, exactly. Munoz or Labart? Munoz. I call you, I call you Alex Labart, <laughs> but on the way down, I'm like, Nick, how do you pronounce Munoz? Uh, my, my Sydney mates call me Munoz, and um, I guess the Spanish term is Munoz. Yeah. But being Aussie, it's Munoz. And then you have Labart, which is my mother's last name. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to call you Alex Labart because that's much easier to pronounce. Yes. Um, you have a beautiful restaurant in Burley, uh, and... You have been hit with COVID like the rest of us. Ooh, diving and, straight into it. And, yeah, I want to go straight into it um, because you were the first to flip to home deliveries. Like, you are – you are, I feel like you're two weeks ahead of everyone all the time. Yeah, not not on, I guess, um, getting the product up maybe a week. But, um, yeah, we, we set ourselves maybe, yeah, about a week and a half just before it got announced. Um yeah, I mean, for us, it was a no-brainer. Um, we kind of thought maybe we're not in a major city like everybody else, um, but eventually things will change um, for everybody's safety, which it did. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's amazing. We're, um, you know, we're a very small business, but we managed to flip our, our concept, our business plan. Within, we closed shop on Sunday, made that decision in the morning, um, and it was more just for the safety of... Um, our staff and, and our reputation and what we've built here. Mm. So we're coming up to two years in July. So for us, uh, the bigger picture was always, um, you know, something that was more important to us mm. rather than just staying open. So, yeah, quickly put pen to paper, uh, worked out some numbers, which is uh, super important, and then just went for it. So by Sunday, by Sunday we were, yeah, closed shop, Sunday service, lunch, and then by Wednesday, we were uh, 100% takeaway. Yeah. Yep. Crazy times. I reckon. Um, so you flipped really quickly, and now we're talking about opening for 10 seats. So this is going to come out uh, Sunday this week, so we're, we're going to be real fresh with the, all these podcasts. So mm. has that changed anything for you? No, not really. I think for us now, is, um, it's, it's just pretty much try whatever is possible. Uh, at this stage and I think people are a little bit accepting at the moment um, for us to manoeuvre and change and try new ideas. 
Um, so no, we definitely won't be opening f- uh, for 10 covers. Um, we have had a number of people already, uh, emails, phone calls, the phone hasn't stopped since last week, uh, requesting birthdays and that. But um, yeah, I mean, they're the punters that really don't understand much about the business side of what we're trying to do here. And uh, it's not feasible for us or anyone yeah. really, unless you're a cafe doing takeaway. So we've looked at that approach in saying that, and um, I think that's something that we'll probably head towards. Uh, we have something in the works again um, for maybe up and coming uh, stage two. Are you allowed to tell us that? Is that uh, yeah, no, we can we can go ahead with that. That's um, yeah, we'll probably do once a week uh, open up for a service, depending which day that that would be. We're not sure yet. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it just comes down to you know numbers are we is it going to be more feasible for us to just continue to take away so obviously a different business model altogether probably not seeing the same numbers we're hitting you know as a normal restaurant but um yeah i think for us at the moment it's really working i mean gold coast is very much a, a morning trade as well yeah so people are up early um they like a sandwich they like a, 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 a cheaper eat so we're really trying to just give people options at this stage mm. and you know if, you can kind of forget about all the accolades and all that that we've worked towards to try to get to where we are uh, and just put that aside and just say, right, at the end of the day, I'm running a business and it's like I need to survive. Mm. So that's what it's come down to. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, sandwiches really work for us. We're doing breakfast as well on a Sunday. We do a bacon egg roll, which is madness. Same, delicious. Uh, yeah, pre- all pre-orders um, just flying out the door. Yeah, um, so. you know, fairly cheap, but it's 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 keeping us keeping us afloat. So yeah, um, yeah, I think that would be the go go ahead for us is just um, yeah, slowly ease into our normal service, um, and at twenty covers, it'll probably be a little bit more of a premium, to be honest. Do you do you think that we'll ever get back to, um, or how long do you think it will take for us to get back to where we were? Oh. That's uh, it is, that that's is, that that's, is the question. That is the question that yeah. everybody's you know looking for and trying to answer. But it's just so much of an unknown. I mean, there hasn't been any cases here for a while now. But you know, if if that's if borders close again, if we have another hit, you know, we're we're coming into winter here. So um, you know, if winter gets worse in in the major cities, and then you know that stops domestic travel, I think that's all we can kind of wish for now is that you know coming up to summer because let's let's be honest forget about this winter that's done and dusted so yeah for us is like we need to be up by summer yeah um and that domestic travel would help and would ease things for a lot of people what's changed forever in the way that you're gonna sit the tables has anything actually changed does it mean that you're gonna leave a little bit more room than you maybe did before is there some changes like that that might might be forever yeah there, there definitely will be and um until it's all over um, but I guess for us, we've always aimed at uh, trying to be a, a crowd pleaser. So the intentions for Labar was to kind of just get people's trust into what we we're doing. Um, we are in the city, but again, we are a little bit rural as well. Um, so not many people doing what we are doing at this level, um, at a one hat level, um, to, to be fair. Um, but the goal for us is always to progress. So um, another direction is for us to take is to try to work towards something bigger. Uh, and make it maybe make it a more fine dining restaurant than just a casual fun dining, if mm. you want to call it a restaurant. So there is room for us to grow, um, and with little numbers, but obviously charge a bit more. 
uh, which which would probably be an option. Um, but we, we necessarily don't want to take away from that. A, a lot of people are really happy with what we do and, and it's a happy medium. Mm. So people feel quite relaxed and at ease when they come here. But at the same time, it is quite serious and uh, a bit more upmarket service, if, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I do. And you've got a really great team and you feel really comfortable every time you come here. Um, I just want to also, with, with the menus, or menus probably in general for, for lots of people, do you think it's it's also there's going to be big changes forever there? Yeah, definitely. Like, what, like, yeah, and that's one that I've actually wanted to talk to you about because if we do start to open up, it'll be interesting to see what we actually can and can't get. Yeah. So we're looking now already that these overseas products are just skyrocketing in prices because, you know, there's either short on supply or you just can't get it in or it's going to take forever. So I think we've structurally we've set ourselves as you know is um seasonal mm. you know and we really try to work hard with you guys and uh with what's around us in terms of yeah just being really seasonal um i wouldn't say using basic um basic ingredients but just trying to work with realistic ingredients mm. and i think that's always been our focus is just try to try to make try to come up with dishes which um which is affordable and and um you know in season and and that's something that we'll continue doing um, and, and obviously spoken to you about our future and moving forward in terms of farmers and whatnot. So I think that will really um, benefit us. But yeah, it'd be hard to see the bigger restaurants, um, you know, who are using different ingredients from around the world and, and whatnot. Yeah, they will definitely have to change um, some sort of format into their menus. We've got a lot of listeners in the States and a lot interstate that, that um, are just general punters, not only industry. Can you just tell us a little bit more about uh, La Bar and um, you know, what your offering is? At the moment? Uh, you know what? <laughs> let's, 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 let's what you're hoping it for, to be in the future. Let, let's, let's fast forward, uh, let's say December. Where, what do we think La Bar's going Yeah, December. Um, look, we, we, we like to have a happy medium. So we still want to offer people that Sunday casual lunch, which really works for us well. Um, but we also would like to take the next steps. So I think Philabart would be um, more of a farm to plate kind of option um, and me kind of pulling away a little bit and dealing more with yourself and, and producers. And we get to get one farm yeah, trip ex- together. Exactly. Um, more hands-on, more with, more, more, the more know where the product is coming from. Yep. Um, not only with farmers but with, um, you know, cattle and, and farm, farmers that actually, you know, have some stock around here. So... Yeah, just trying to be a bit more boutique in a sense. And um, I wouldn't say 100% sustainable, but try to be as sustainable as possible yeah. um, in, within what we're taking and, and what we're trying to achieve. I've actually got uh, a new list of people to introduce you to, actually. So Fantastic. Exciting sort of yeah. boutique growers who, yeah. have, um, who do a lot of farmer's market stuff. So mm. that'll help with that. Um, you've, um, you came from Sydney. Mm. You were working at Montepole. Montepole, yes. Montepole. Yep. And you learned lots of cool things there. Um, you know, and you met your lovely wife, Carla, down there. Mm. And you pretended to smash a window or something you told me once. So you had to get out of a date or something. Oh, so. uh, the, 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 front, the front glass window. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still on video. I have to show you that one. It's, um, yeah, floor to ceiling glass, which yeah. is, yeah, still engraved in me and forever forever be scared of glass windows but um no that was a really good stint um you know i'm a a sydney boy but um yeah i I had a really good time worked for some really cool people um learn a lot from some small business owners as well 
um, which gave me a, a good direction into where to head into uh, into coming to Open Labatt. So, look, there's a lot of great restaurants in Queensland, and I'm very proud of um, to work with uh, a lot of them. And um, but there's an amazing amount of um, cool restaurants in Sydney. You know, what's better, Sydney better than Brisbane, or that? Well, there's just um, oh, I think things are changing. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely things are changing. Brisbane has just I would probably say boomed in the last what maybe year, mm. if not a little bit longer. Um, Do you think that this is going to actually set us back a little bit? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think you'll set a lot of things back. Yeah, if you look at the sheer number of res- good restaurants in Sydney uh, and Melbourne, in that case, um, yeah, it's just I think you'll, you know, you you you'll see a lot of them kind of maybe f- fall off the wagon and and um, you know probably won't exist for a while, but. Um, yeah, only the strong ones will probably survive, and and that's not a bad thing. I think maybe there are still punters. We're quite lucky up here in Queensland. I think we, it hasn't really affected as much as it has in Sydney. Maybe mm. um, you know people here are still roaming the streets and going for a swim and and whatnot. But yeah. um, but no, I, I no I I don't see it as a, as a bad thing. I don't think it'll be a setback. So it just it's just a matter of getting through this stage, which I don't think it's over. I think once the government stops throwing money at us that's when the true test will kick in yeah i agree yeah i think we're all kind of a little bit you know even the punters eating out um are all kind of like oh this is great it's okay taking some time off but i think once the government stops to um yeah stop throwing that cash out then then people are definitely going to feel the pinch what's uh what's what are you guys doing uh, as as a couple and as a business just a to try and maintain some headspace here because I don't know about you, but I've had a headache for three months, I reckon. And mm. what are you doing to, to balance and what did you do prior to, you know, this all going down just to create that work-life balance? Yeah. Like what, what's what's the secret? Well, the, the idea for us to move up here was part of that reason. You know, I was uh, working, you know, quite a lot of hours in a quite demanding restaurant. And, yeah, that was our goal initially moving up here. But obviously starting the business, you need to get it to a certain point where you're comfortable to kind of take off the reins. And if anything, this period has made us realise that, you know, that's why we're here. And, yeah, a lot more ocean time, um, you know, um, surfing at the moment. And that's that's really helping. And just spending more time at home, cooking. You know, I'm, I'm home at, you know, 6 o'clock. You know, I'm, I'm getting 8 to 9 hours uh, a night of sleep, which is, you know, I, haven't, I haven't done that in probably 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm probably oversleeping, but um, no, that's really helped. And it's it's a real eye-opener. Yeah. It's, it's the reason why we moved up here. Um, yes, there is still a business to run and, and the opera- operations, you know, daily. But, um, yeah, the, the idea moving forward would be to have more of that um, and, to, and to start to put people in place here where, I can take the foot off the pedal and, and concentrate on something else, which for us right now, doing these takeaways and Labard at home um, is a real eye-opener that people want it and there's a demand there. So, Will that continue? Um, uh, yeah, well, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's he- it's heading possibly in that direction. Yeah. Um, because in that sense, we'll, we offer two, two ends of the spectrum. So people that can't afford to dine here or, or can only do it once a year, um, can have that option, but they also can take away some of our goods, which are, you know, sources that we make in-house. Yeah, um, and that's one of the things that those, you know, like, for example, the butter, like, which mm. I've got to get some. T- I've got, like, a list of people who want yeah. the butter, which I've got to get today if you've got some. Yep. Um, those sort of products, are you going to continue? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, 
Yeah, one hundred percent. That's that's something that we want to continue is um, a, a Labatt range of of, of goodies. Um, but you know that that requires another business model in itself. So now we know we can actually achieve it, and and what we need and what the demand. Yeah, is. tell me some of the positives that have come out of COVID for you. Yeah, I, I guess look, I, I a lot of people look at it as in obviously hospitality will change. That's that's yeah. a no brainer. And some businesses will fail, but we've actually looked at this as a positive. You know, we never would have had the guts to just go, right, we're going to achieve this. But when you're forced to do something mm. and you instantly have to react and change, it just, it's its a whole different ball game. And that's what's happened with us now. We went from closing on Sunday, reopening in four days after that takeaway. And we've kind of just gone, wow, we can actually achieve this in such a small time. Imagine what we could do. If I actually took my foot off the pedal, got away from the kitchen, and just focused on on, on opening another product, so um, for us, really, it, it doesn't have to be another restaurant. It can be anything from you know anything that's in demand. Mm. So uh, for us, yeah, the home cooked meals w- is a real winner um, at the moment. People are loving it, and it's it's all about the price point. So we're not really offering our our normal menu. Um, because A, it just damages the brand. I think personally, people have different expectations at home yes. and we're keeping the costs down. So we're, we're really kind of just working out what can we play with that's affordable and there's zero wastage, which is quite important at the moment because you know I'm still employing all my chefs and my manager and, and my wife and myself. So we're kind of at a point where we need to go back to a team of some sort. And then that's more important for us. And yeah, if we can keep on offering these price points of meals to take away home, I think that's quite uh, quite important for us to do at this stage. Because I, I mean, you, I've learnt um, even more so how talented you are by just being able to cook um, simple, delicious food um, and do that well, and be able to do that at a, a level that's affordable for home mm. is actually a real skill. And um, like, like I said to you that day on the, on the phone, I, I was looking at your Instagram and I don't know if my mouth waters much watching my phone, but man, the food that you were doing <laughs> is actually yeah, stunning. And if it wasn't, I mean, I, I live in Brisbane, so I wasn't able to get much of the takeaway. Mm. But um, man, I think the people of Burley are bloody lucky. Extremely, yeah, it's extremely simple. It is very rustic. It's not it's not ideal. Sometimes I look at some photos on Instagram, I'm like, what am I doing? But, you know, it's, yeah, you, you just have to, you have to roll with it and just and just give the punters what they want and you know it's it was silly for us to do italian or, or or chinese or pizzas i think there is a market for that so for us to do your classic dishes at home um you know stews and and braises and whatnot hey it's affordable the cuts are cheaper and and people just find it more cozy and comfortable which now coming into winter would make even more sense so yeah we'll continue with that with that and and hopefully you know people don't get bored of it <laughs> Yeah. And how are the staff? How are the staff going? Yeah, good. It's um, yeah. I mean, trying to trying to keep it as po- uh, positive as possible. It does become a bit repetitive <laughs> every day, um, but we I try to keep it entertaining as possible. You know, just uh, have a beer during the day and while we're prepping, put some music on, and yeah, just make sure that we're all healthy and all my boys are heading in the right direction, uh, and girls, I should say, as well as Carla. But yeah, I'm very lucky. All my chefs. Have uh, have kids and 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 families to go to, so no one's out partying or you know late nights, and they're all fairly 
Oh, actually very responsible. So I'm very lucky in the sense I've got some a good group of guys next to me and um yeah, I've given them the option if they wanted to stop and they've um they they they're like no way. Mm. We, we want to keep them going because what are we going to do just sit on our asses at home and it's just it's not worth it. So you've been ripping around in BMWs, mate. Mm. Um they're pretty lucky to have you on board. I, I I'm imagine. not sure how we score that, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it I was very impressed. I was just like, look at this guy. Doing takeaways now. He's doing them in BMWs. What's going on there? Yeah, I think that's the um, look. We we like Carla and I. Obviously, two different ends of what we do do for the business. But that's why we work so well. And um, you know, we have some silent partners behind us who who are a part of our team and um, have given us some great great feedback in terms of what we're doing and helping us with numbers and that. So yeah, we really have a, a good support network behind us. Um, and if it wasn't for them, I think I would have gone mad by now. So, um, yeah, I, th I think the reason why, you know, things like the BMW deal has come up is, um, yeah, we've just been smarter and make, making some smart choices and, yeah. um, you know, just looking and observing what's happening around the world. It was just a no brainer for us. It's just like, what's, what's more important? A, let's think about the business and where it's going to head in the next maybe, you know, five years. Because that's for us, that's that's the end game. It's it's like we don't want a business, we don't want our bar to be hipping in for the next next five years. We for us it's the bigger picture, ten years and you know, what, what are we gonna do after the ten years and are we gonna, you know, re you know, change change the format and, and go back to maybe more classic or you know, that's that's more important for us because at the end of the day it's it's what provides us. So. Who do you look up to in the industry? Who's 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 someone you go? Yeah, they're doing a good job. Oh, definitely people I work for in the past. Um, three of my main employers, oh, and just to name Mark Best, which is a you know free hat restaurant, running his own business. Um, I learned a lot from that side of things. Um, he's head chef, executive chef, Pasi Petinen, um, in terms of kitchen and technique, and that, that I've learned massive. Um, the other one would be Brent Savage and, and Carl Furler, um, all chefs that I worked for and all remain friends. And yeah, again, you know, they haven't had much of a really strong backing in terms of, um, you know, backers and, 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 and things like this of this nature. But um, yeah, it just kind of started off as small businesses and worked towards bigger things. And I've, I've actually learned a lot of that side of things rather than just focusing on one needs to be done in a kitchen. It's just been a real eye opener, and I still I still call them up and have a chat. And you know, especially times like this, it's like, okay, what's the next move? What are you thinking? And um, it's helped. It's helped a lot. Anyone that you haven't worked for that you look up to? Uh, Francis Mormon in terms oh, of chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. I steal that half pumpkin <laughs> thing that he does in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does it in that. Thing. He cuts his. I don't know. I think it's like cuts it across and. Yeah cooks it underground then pulls it up and throws it looks like watercress yeah and sour cream but it's probably not and i just forget what he puts on it it might be a goat's cheese or something oh, it's, it's and it's just yeah. delicious and that island that he's on sorry to no, oh, i'm no. super excited about that I'm guy I, and there's just the the char and his relaxed approach That's and those it. nine liter bottles of wine just has to how be much delicious. fun is that yeah it's um yeah he's, you he's can a, you can do a course with him you know you can go. You can go and it's hang a Patagonia. Yeah, 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 that's that's my next trip. I've actually done um, a lot of South America for. I did it for six months backpacking when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, but I never went to Patagonia, so that's the next trip. Uh, next trip, either Argentina or, or or Chile. But tell me a perfect week. Like, how how do you want this week to? How do you want a week to roll 
you know, like, you know, farm trip, I come and see the boys, go see the fishermen, head out with Graham to see the farm down near Byron that's got some beautifully, not the farm, the farm one that I haven't talked about <coughs> yeah. yet. You know, um, what would tell me a perfect week? Well, what's going to be your idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Let's get some people It's excited. pretty perfect at the moment. I can't complain, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. But um, down the track, the ideal week would be, you know, wake up, um, go for a swim, breakfast with the wife, uh, come in, make coffees for the boys, uh, and then head out, see suppliers, and, yeah, you know, just uh, in, enjoy that time of, like, dealing with hands-on products that are out there and uh, seeing what's in the area. Uh, and then coming in for service, getting home early, cooking some dinner, that would be the dream, yeah. But um, yeah, all all in good time, slowly, slowly. And you'll have to you'll have to have a probably BMW full drive, I imagine. To be yes, well, I'm not very much I'm not much of a sports car kind of guy. But yeah. I must say, you're getting one of those, and you give it a bit, <laughs> and it, it is quite nice. But um, no, down the track, I am very much. I think I spoke, I spoke to you last time, and um, the Defender came into play. But yeah, I, yeah, I also yeah. like the the Mercedes four wheel drive. They're, they're quite nice. Uh, the V8s, <laughs> I mean, just but, in case this BMW deal doesn't work off, you said yeah. you were talking to Mercedes before. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and who else has flipped that you've just gone? Oh my God, how good is that? They've flipped and made it made it good. Who else is there? Game? In what sense do you mean? Oh, in restaurant games. Ooh, at the moment. Um, I think Josh Nylon is is a good one. What he's doing with his his seafood products and um, yeah, I think I think he's a, a talented chef and is is doing really good things. I think the other one that's also killing it is Gerard's Bistro, Adam Wolfers. Yeah, he's yeah, cracking on, he's isn't he? Just killing it. And um, I would, I always, I mean, Adam's a good friend of mine. We've been cooking. He's actually next week on the podcast. Is he? Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been cooking uh, cooking since. Me, him, and Josh at Est. I mean, they were there before me, but I did. I did about seven, eight months at Est um, while they were uh, yeah. on board. So we've we've come a long way, and me and Adam worked at Mark together as well. But I spoke. I speak to Adam quite a lot, and you know, uh, had that conversation and him moving up here and the transition with the family and that. So, um, yeah, I think he's doing extremely good things for the takeaway. And I have, have even told him I was like, you should open up the ultimate kebab shop. Mate, mate, I've told Brisbane him that would as well. Go off. I've told him that as well. Yeah. I told him about a place yeah. in America called the Crack Shack, yeah, right. which is an offset of yeah. another quite amazing chef. Yeah, and the owners could see that he was worth a lot more, and they're yeah. like, "How about we open this takeaway chicken?" He he wanted to do it, and they said, "Let's do it." Yeah. And it gave him this stream of income plus a, yeah. a bloody delicious type of food as, as simple as a kebab or as simple as something. Yeah, he should do that yeah. as well. He's, yeah. he's an extremely hard worker and his work ethic is good um, man. Is insane. Yeah, he's a good man, family man, he's a good friend. But um no, he's um it just looks delicious. All his fermentations and his breads he's doing at the moment is just uh next level. So yeah. Um I'd probably say he's probably at the top of the game at the moment. It was good on um uh, Johnny to invest in the in the new ovens and everything he wanted. Hundred like percent, he wanted all that. Yeah. He really did go. You know what? I'll do this for you, and I think mm. that's an ad- admiration to him. You know yeah. that he's done that. Yeah, invested in him. So good work to yeah, you. Johnny's a good man to work work for. But um, no, I, I think he tried I, to hug me the other day. I have to tell you that. I'm like, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, no hugging. This is not normal. <laughs> the guy's a bit of a hugger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do a delivery there, and he wants to give you a beer, and yeah, mm. he's a good value. Um, I can't ask you, like, all my normal questions are just not even relevant anymore, but, you know, I always have to ask people, what, what wine are you drinking right now? Ooh, um, at the moment, anything really. 
We're not, we're not picky at the moment. <laughs> uh, we're drinking a lot of French wines at the moment. Are you drinking more at the moment than ever or not? No, not, just re- the not really. No, if anything, I've, I'm drinking less. Um, uh, but then again, I, I go through stages of maybe being stressed for the restaurant, which is not a really good outlet, which is why I train and, and do the things I do at the moment. But um, no, I, I'll, I'll have a glass maybe on a Sunday uh, with a meal. But um, yeah. It's it's all over the shop at the moment. Some skin contact and then yeah. um, some French reds and stuff like that. But um, yeah, definitely easy drinking. Nick was saying that he looks after the podcast here for me. He was saying he hurt his back taking his uh, recycling bin out in your neck. It was so heavy, <laughs> like <laughs> through this stressful <laughs> time. <laughs> Too many beers. Look, I Too always like to touch on the environment because you know it's super important um, with the plastic and rah rah. But it seems like just. All that stuff just seems like it's just on the back burner now. It's oh, like, oh my god, I'm just surviving now. And well, I just took my back machine to get service, so I'm I'm using this time to take all my bigger equipment to get looked at. So when it when we come back, we're we're ready to go, and there's no no problems. But yeah, it's it's breaking my heart. We're using a lot more vac bags at the moment, and it's probably hasn't been because we jumped into it so quickly. It has probably hasn't been the smartest yeah. decision. Um, but yeah, look. From we're doing coffees as well on Sunday, so you know the, the lid is another one. And you know, like again, I've spoken to you and I said we're not a hundred percent sustainable or trying to head in that direction, but we're really trying to do our best um, in the kitchen. You know, like all, all our containers are, are reusable. I don't buy any plastic containers for the kitchen. Um, but yeah, the, the I mean, other than cling wraps and and back bags, that's probably all that we use here in, in the restaurant. Everything else just um, it's. Um, you know, biodegradable or, or, or being able to be broken down, but it's a hard one. It's, you know, especially when you want the product to be so good when it gets to someone's home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are using a lot more vac bags. And again, it's not ideal, but I think we just have to let it be for a little while and then try to get back on track. We've got the Labata, one of your famous products. Mm. Now, what are your, what are the top three products that, that people can buy? How do they actually buy stuff off you? Oh well, it has, to be honest, it really hasn't been much. We've 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 done everything online. Um, that way, we kind of know um, what the demand is, rather than us just having people rock up to the restaurant because we're not we're not a shop where people can just come and come and knock knock on the door. You know, there's really no one here during the day except the chef. So, I uh, don't want them dealing with things, and I don't want to be dealing with it. So, to all um, online, yeah, all online, and it just keeps keeps things a bit more productive for us in terms of do, how much we're producing. Do you like post out the butter or anything, or does it go out in any way, or do you? No, no everything is pick, pick up. up. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, and, and you'd be surprised that we get some people from Brizzy that come here to the restaurant, and we'll be in the area and pick up, you know, three or four jars, uh, which, which to be honest, is it's not cheap for butter, but. Um, you know, it is made with a lot of love. <laughs> yeah. So what? So you got the butter. What? What other? What other take-home products are there? Um, we have apart from the obviously the meals at the moment. But yeah, look, is there not any- much. We have our tote bags, which we've been selling. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, you know, little 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 tote bag, which I guess a lot of people are doing. But um, yeah, we want to look to do things like um, our lavash that we make in house. A lot of people look for the sauces. Um, a lot of people love the sauces that we make in house that you get on our on our dishes on our normal menu. 
Um, so our prawn butter is a real favourite, which I think I think you have oh, prawns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a real winner of a dish. I don't think they'll be going anytime any any yeah. soon. Plus, we're in Queensland. How can you not have prawns on yeah, the menu? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all our all our meat sauces and um, that would be jarring up. Yeah, pickles. We make all our pickles and fermentations in house, um, like a lot of chefs do at this stage. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, they're all the little things that. You know, you probably can get it from a supermarket, but I think they just taste a lot different from from what we oh, do. Definitely. But there's ever so much that you can do. I don't think you should yeah. say that. They definitely can't get it from a like anything near it from a supermarket. Yeah, like <laughs> there is like they've tried very hard to get it right. That you know, but um, it's not the same. No yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of experimenting, a lot of trial and error. But um, yeah, not trying to get that off jams. We're trying to work. With, I think we had a. We had a rice pudding on for Mother's Day with a, a mango and lemon myrtle jam, which we thought, oh, it's not going to sell. And we sold out. So, <laughs> you know, who would have thought rice pudding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you've been very positive, very strong, great example for a lot of uh, people. Mm-hmm. And uh, to look upon you from the outside in has, um, has always been inspiring to know you and um, to work with you is a privilege, like I've always told you, and I can't wait to go to that next stage of actually taking you, even myself, to introduce you to a few people that then you can roll with mm. as well to get some cool direct product. Uh, I am excited for the next chapter. I'm a little bit nervous about the next chapter, as I'm sure you are. Uh, but thank you from probably the industry really to say, you know, good on you for stepping up. I know you don't take praise very well, but you know, yeah. you've done, you've done a really good job. Thanks, and I said, you're always first to everything, whatever we're thinking of right now, Alex thought of it three weeks ago and um, he's staying ahead of the game and um, yeah, very proud of you and Carla and your team. Um, yeah, you, you're amazing, amazing company and super proud to, Thanks, just to be associated with yourself. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure.